0: Welcome in, it's nothing but laughs on this show, this is Speak, I'm Emmanuel Acho, that is the one and only Dave Hellman, the brilliant Joy Taylor, and Eagles, all-time Russian leader, LaShawn, Shady, McCoy, 252 Live, we gotta get right to it, because the Eagles can lock up the number one seed in the NFC on Christmas Eve, this is a game we've all been waiting for y'all, Cowboys, Eagles, two of the top teams in their division, two of the top teams in the NFL, but... The Eagles will be without MVP candidate Jalen Hurts. He's dealing with a right shoulder sprain. What does that mean? That man on your cameras, Gardner Minshew Magic, will be the starter in Dallas. Now, remember, we've seen these two teams play before. The Cowboys were starting Cooper Rush, missing Dak Prescott. Now, the Eagles will be starting Gardner Minshew, missing Jalen Hurts. Dave Hellman, it's the game the whole world had been waiting for, might still be waiting
1: for. How much pressure is on the Cowboys to beat the Eagles? All of it. All of the pressure, whatever you think it is. And let's be clear, it's not like playoff pressure. Like, look, we know the Cowboys are in the playoffs. The Eagles have basically won the division. Yep. Like, even if they lose this game, they turn around and beat the Saints. They they do it all. Over. Like, they would have to lose out to be at any risk. So it's we're not talking that kind of pressure. It's just the pressure of the court of public opinion. And it's <laughs> all on the Cowboys. There you go. They just dropped the game to the Jags. We're sitting here arguing about whether Dak Prescott's a, a good quarterback. I think he is, but some people don't. You think it's going to get any better if they can't beat a team that's starting their backup? Who's on the road, by the way? Like, really, what do the Eagles have to worry about? Like, they basically, like I said, they basically took care of business. They got a built-in excuse of not having their starting quarterback playing in this game. And it's on the road. If the Cowboys can't get it done here, they're going to catch hell every step of the way from now until the playoffs, and they will deserve it.
0: And Shady will be the one lighting fire <laughs> on the hell.
2: <laughs> Shady,
1: how much pressure is on the Cowboys? If they lose, I'm coming straight for you.
2: All, I, I all the know. pressure, right? right. Any me. pressure you want to think about, all the pressure. An enormous amount of pressure. I mean, let's think about it. The last couple of games, they haven't been playing well, right? They lose to the Jaguars. His quarterback throws a pick six over time to lose the game, Right. They squeeze out a victory against the worst team in football with the Texans. So it's a lot of pressure. And then you add in a divisional game. And let's be honest. for I don't know if it's for the fans because they love it too, but the players, we're playing the Cowboys and Dallas, the Eagles. So even though that Jalen Hurst is not playing, which is even more pressure, you should be able to beat this team without their their leader, their general, their MVP, all the pressure's on the Cowboys. I wait. I can't wait to see what happens.
3: Yes, all the pressure's on the Cowboys. Again, we know that both of them are going to be in the playoffs, so this not – a game that's going to determine what's going to happen in the postseason. But you want to be playing your best football at this point in the season. You want to be trending up. That's why it's so disappointing that we're not going to get to see Jalen Hurts in this matchup. It's kind of strange how it worked out for both of these matchups that we didn't really get either of these teams at full strength. But at the end of the day, both of these teams are trying to prove they're real contenders. Nobody believes in Jalen Hurts. He's not really the MVP, even though they've lost one game this season. Now he's not even going to play. We'll get into that later. Dak throwing a pick six to lose in overtime. More important one was during regulation, but we're not going to talk about that. There's, <laughs> Love Love there's a Love lot them. of pressure on the Cowboys. They, I mean, they don't care how much they're favored by, but they're favored by five and a, five and a half points. Like They should win this game convincingly yeah. at home against a team who is not with, who is without their best player. There's not going to be any excuses. And if Dak doesn't play a perfect game, there's going to be a lot of questions about if Dallas
0: is really a true
3: contender this year.
0: Mm, well, look, we know there's a lot of pressure on the Cowboys, but this is what I'm thinking. If the Cowboys lose <clears throat> to the Eagles without Jalen Hurts, Cowboys can go ahead and... X off those Super Bowl chances. X off. Pack it, in. NFC. Pack it in. Pack it in. Okay. Because, <laughs> okay. like, let's, let's really sit down and think about it. Rosters aren't just your starters. Joy alluded to it, right? It is unfortunate that we didn't get to see both these teams at full strength. But this is a reality of the NFL. Right. Like, rosters are it not just happens. your starters. Yeah. It happens. Shady, I don't remember if you were a part of the Chiefs then, but I remember when uh, Patrick Mahomes gets knocked out in the playoffs. Chad Henney has to go in versus the Browns, oh, yeah. if I'm not oh, mistaken, and, and finish that game. Yeah. That had to happen. Starters are knocked out. John Wolford, if I'm not mistaken, had to start and win a game for the Los Angeles Rams during the Jared Goff days. That happened. Starting quarterbacks are not always present. How good can you be with your backup? And if the Cowboys lose to Gardner Minshew, then who then in the playoffs are the Cowboys truly capable Mm. of beating at this stage in the game? Not the Cowboys that beat the Vikings 40-3. to That was a different Cowboys team. Who are they capable of beating at this stage in the game? Dave Hellman, what would a loss tell you about the Cowboys? What would a loss then mean for the Dallas Cowboys?
1: It would further emphasize what I'm already worried about, which is the Cowboys' defense. Like, if they don't have an answer for Gardner Minshew. And that's Gardner Minshew is about as good as you can expect your backup quarterback to be. You know, he started yeah, 20 I mean, Gar- games. Mm-hmm. He went 1-1 one and one for the Eagles last year. Like, he played really well in a win against the Jets. Like he's done this before. And that was the Eagles roster last year was not as good as it is this year. So the Eagles should have every expectation that they can win this game. And if the Dallas defense isn't capable of beating a less qualified, less mobile, I looked this up, by the which Gardner Minshew can move, but he's like, he's a five flat 40 kind of guy. Jalen hurts is like a four or five 40 kind of guy. Like there is a difference. So if they can't contain him, If they let him run on them, that type of thing, and that's what I'm worried about. Again, Jags ran for 200 yards on these guys. So that's what I'm worried about. If if they can't win this game, I think Dak Dak Prescott can get you the points required to win this game. I know the Eagles defense is good, but he can get you the points required, especially if you're going against a backup. If you're letting Gardner Minshew lead the Eagles to 25 or more points against you, I mean, that – that's just not going to get it.
0: Joy, done. how discouraged would you be? I know you haven't picked up the Cowboys juice just yet, <laughs> even though the Cowboys back-to-back 10-win seasons for the first time in tw- since 96. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but the Cowboys back-to-back 10-win seasons for the first time since 96, I do believe. How discouraging would this be if the Cowboys somehow, whole world watching, Christmas Eve, biggest game of their season, lost to Gardner Minshew? <laughs>
3: well, I think it'd be a disaster. We all know what we're talking about on Monday. <laughs> that's how going to go. Y'all,
1: gonna y'all can talk about it on Monday. I'll be on the, the beach Christmas somewhere. For Dallas. Oh, you're gonna season
3: for Dallas. you're going to have a, a, another vacation? Yeah, I got another wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I got another wedding. Another Pro
2: Bowl break. I got another wedding. I
3: got another wedding coming up. No, it'll be a disaster. And because it's the Cowboys. I mean, again, if we are to keep our wits about us, It wouldn't be that big of a deal. It would be disappointing. It would be a trend now because they're not playing well and they're also losing games or losing to backups. If Dak throws multiple interceptions again, which is obviously on the board, this Philly defense is great. He's not playing against Gardner Minshew. He's playing against Philly's defense. It's just going to be a pile on. And this isn't a team that's been battle-tested and proven in the playoffs. This is the Dallas Cowboys. We think that because we talk about them all the time. But – they don't, they don't do that in the playoffs. What, what part of the cycle are we in? We boys. Oh, boys. So I think we're coming,
1: out of, that <laughs> think we're coming out of that already. I think we're coming out of that already. we on the
3: other side of it. We haven't had a disappointing performance in the playoffs yet, so we haven't gone through the full cycle yet. But this isn't a team that gets the benefit of the doubt. So for, for, this, for them to be playing like this, to lose to a team that they don't need to beat to get into the playoffs, but they need to beat to get set straight for the rest of the season, this will be – It'll be a storm.
0: Shady, how much does this game matter? Take me into the mind of an NFL player. You know whether you win or lose, it's not going to change your fate. Yeah. If you're a Cowboys, whether you win or lose, you're still likely playing the Bucks. In the opening round, maybe you're playing the Saints in the opening round. So there really isn't a lot out at stake besides LaShawn McCoy on television criticizing you. What is going on in the minds of a Cowboys player coming off the loss to Jacksonville? You got a game on Christmas Eve, whole world watching, but the Eagles don't even have their starting quarterback. You hype, you exhaling, where are you? First of all, I got to be honest now, in that division, the Cowboys
2: lately have been running the show. Yep. Right. So now you hear about the, the Eagles now. Jalen Hurts, he's emerging to the superstar. They hear these things. The first game, if you if you remember, the Marcus Lawrence talked about, oh, Jalen Hurts, is he good? Well, we'll see when he plays this defense, when he plays us. They didn't care about if Cooper Russell's the quarterback or if it was Dak Prescott. We're trying to win this game. It's a respect thing. So for one, as the as as a player, right, and I'm I'm talking as if I'm a, a Cowboys player, yep. which is hard to believe, but I'd love happened to. Happen to Jason Peter. I'd love I'd to see it. Check that. it out. You go from you haven't been playing well, and you think you're a good team. We're a good team. We're a good defense. We have a, we have a good quarterback, right? We have other good <laughs> players. You feel a certain way about yourself. Now you go into this divisional game where the whole world's gonna be watching. Everybody's talking about it. Nobody don't care about who's the quarterback. We're trying to beat the Eagles,
0: we won't beat the Cowboys. This is a big game. We, we cannot downplay it. Are there any moral victories in this game? Joy, I know you don't subscribe to moral victories this late in the season. Dave, I know you're looking for the Cowboys to play better defensively. Keep in mind, when the Eagles beat the Cowboys back in week five and week six, if I'm not mistaken, Jalen Hurts did not have a statistically impressive game. So okay. in the event the Cowboys lose, but Dave, they play well, are you still going to be to some degree elated, or does all that matter is the Cowboys winning?
1: Elated, elated. 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 Uh, No, this. I think this is. If Jalen Hurts was playing, like if the Eagles were at full strength and the Cowboys go toe to toe with them and they lose at the buzzer or they lose a great game, I may. I could. I could get there. But if they're playing their backup quarterback, the guy that we've been talking about as a potential MVP for half the season. I don't. I don't know how you. I don't know how you find a silver lining in that. A, like it, you, sh- you got to be able to get a game like this done, and especially. And that's. I was joking. Like, it feels like we're coming out of that cycle, Joy. Because well, how long has it been? It's been 30 years, 26 years since the, the Cowboys seriously. won a Super Bowl. Keep
0: Cowboy co- fans,
1: Cowboy fans know where this ride lets off. Like, and so when you get to this part of the season, if if you're not seeing definitive signs of progress it's hard not to get into that mindset of, like, I've been here, I've done this, I know that this ends with me being sad and all my friends clowning on me in mid-January. And that's how it's going to feel. Like, I don't know how you find a silver lining with anything other than a win, considering that they're going against a backup quarterback. Real quick,
2: we still got that bet going on? I don't care who the quarterback is. We got that bet still. We doing dinner? What was the bet? We doing dinner? We had a couple bets. Jersey bet, dinner bet. Jersey bet, Shady McCoy bouncing 25, uh-uh bet. (laughs) So if the the Eagles win, Dave owes you dinner. That's right. And I need a video. I need a video of telling the world that I was not wrong about the Cowboys and I was not wrong about the quarterback. Is that something we're agreeing to? I'm not going to call him
1: ass, bro. I mean, we can (laughs) can work work something out. It's going to be a Philly party in
2: Dallas, maybe.
0: I've been there before. The Countess out, we we won games in Dallas. I can't wait. Philly party in Dallas. Well, coming up, there were parties in several locker rooms yesterday because the Pro Bowl rosters were announced. But... Tua of vailoa not one of the AFC quarterbacks on the list. We're going to tell mm. you what that means about Tua and who the biggest Pro Bowl snubs were. Why was your favorite player on your favorite ah, team left out? I've been there, Tua. <laughs> I've been there, bro. We got to check in on our social life and what the heck is going on on Twitter. Now, Kyle Yuzchek, star, Pro Bowl, fullback. For the 49ers, he tweeted out, respect to the guys who made it, but complete travesty that Christian McCaffrey is not on the roster. Now, look at the all-purpose yards of the NFC running backs. Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders, they all made the Pro Bowl. Christian McCaffrey, who has over 100 yards more than Saquon at second place, did not make the Pro Bowl. Shady, you got six Pro Bowls to your name as a running back. You know what it takes. Yes. How you feel about Christian McCaffrey having 1,500 all-purpose yards and not making it? Yeah, that, that's that's a tough one.
2: Um, I would love to see Christian on, on that list. I will say this, though. I guess to defend it is maybe he started getting off late. He got, the, he got, he got traded. He started getting busy with the team. With other guys like Saquon, are getting busy the whole year, right? So, I mean, that's How the kind of How upset are
0: you, man? Because you know, in the in the locker rooms, they announce usually team meeting room. LaShawn McCoy, you made the Pro Bowl. Listen, I've been there. You know what I'm saying? So I, I
2: feel Chris uh, is probably feeling. I'm gonna take you back. What year? 2012. Okay. I think right. Uh, Adrian okay. Peterson would have made it. No, no, no. 12. You know, I made it, uh, um, Steph, oh no, no, Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson, for the record. He's nice. I love Stephen Jackson. Yep, yep, yep. But at this point, I was eating, though. I was balling, I was getting meaningful yards, right? All purpose yards. I was getting busy. Why I make that? Then the next year I made All Pro. I don't know what it was. I mean, so I feel what he's saying, although they do say this. The year you're supposed to make it, you, you don't, don't make you it. Always make it you year. always make it the next year. You always make the next year. So I, I respected it. Now, I did make a phone call, right? I ain't going to lie to who y'all. You call? I keep it honest. Who you call? No matter who it is. Who'd you call? I called. I said, hey, man, can I get this Pro Bowl? Can I get this? Oh, you know who it was? It was Mike Turner from Atlanta. That's not who it Mike was. Mike Turner over you. Come on, man. And he was on a down end. He started
1: up high, and he ended up quick down there. What, you call him and ask him not to go?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's wrong with that? What'd he do? Did he go? He said, no, he's gone. I respect it. You respect it? <laughs> no, on, on both sides. I respect you for asking and I respect him for saying no. Oh. mean? He's
3: supposed to tell you, now, you could go inside.
2: Watch this. I won't say names, okay right? But I didn't go to all my provosts. Uh, uh, I didn't want to like two. You know what I mean? You want to go, young boy? I got you. Boom. Now, at this time, right. I i believed in alternates. Now, I don't believe in alternates. If you make an alternate probo, I don't count that.
0: Let me ask you this: with this, the people got you know what I'm saying slide you a little something
2: for you to not go to the Pro Bowl? No, 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 no. no. So your I'm all about the young boys getting busy. I'm okay. all about the young boys making a, a career
0: for themselves. Generous, I, I don't so. do no hating because you know either way you gonna get that Pro Bowl nod when it comes down to it, like whether you playing the game or not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
3: you get the Pro Bowl. Yeah, you but get man, the
0: you get the star by
2: Well, alternates don't count though. That don't count. It's like I got like seven Pro Bowls and he's he never
1: should have started. Well, why would you give up your spot if it doesn't count then? What do you mean? Like, if you don't go, then somebody else gets yeah, to go. Well, yeah, it, it counts for me. It doesn't count for them. <laughs> it doesn't count for them. It's yeah, just a like, trip In my them. mind, like, okay.
2: on, You got to award that nobody <laughs> didn't want to play. Now, when you're 21 years old, I would
0: take that. <laughs> but when you're 31? Yeah, you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> All right, we're moving on, because Tua is closer to 21 to 31. And though he won the fan vote, got the most fan votes, to Tua Tungabailoa, he did not make the AFC Pro Bowl roster. Now, keep in mind, players and coaches are also involved in the voting process. So, Joy, I'm coming to you because Tua won the fan vote, most fan votes, but then didn't make the roster, which means players and coaches did not have him in their top three. What does that say about Tua?
3: Well, I think his reputation around the league still has some developing to do. I mean, the fans obviously love him. Dolphins fans obviously love him. We love him. We think he's the future of the franchise. But you have to accomplish things. You have to have accomplishments in order to get the benefit of the doubt. He also missed multiple games this season. Not his fault, obviously, but he was out for games. The guys who made it in didn't miss any games, if I'm correct. Burrow. Right. uh, Allen. Allen and Holmes. Holmes. They didn't miss any games. So, you know, when you're not available, even if it isn't your fault, people tend to count that against you as well. And let's be honest. We... Thought of the Dolphins as a top team in the league. They went up against another top team in the league, the Niners, and it looked ugly. It looked ugly. And if you're Allen or you're Mahomes or you're Burrow who just played in the Super Bowl, then you're going to get the benefit of the doubt for that loss. And obviously, the players and coaches are not at the space where they're giving Tua that benefit of the doubt. Now, the good thing about this is you're still playing. Go shut them up. Go show them that they were wrong. I don't look at this so much as a snub when you consider who is in above him and you consider that he missed games and you consider that you lost to the Niners and then you lost a game against the Chargers, which you needed to win. And you didn't lose because it it was a close, great game battle to the end. You lost because you played badly. So I don't look at this so much as a snub. And what it really tells you is the fans are all in and they love him, which is great and important. But this is... This is also a judgment of your peers, and they feel like you still have more to show.
0: Dave, is it disrespect, not a snub, but is it disrespect given the fact that clearly the fans love him, they think incredibly highly of Tua, but his peers don't think that he is on that top three and maybe even not top four level
1: because the fan vote couldn't balance it out. Any disrespect towards Tua? None whatsoever. I mean, think of the guys that made the Pro Bowl roster in the AFC. Like, for me, it just speaks to, again, the balance of power in the NFL right now really feels like it's shifted to the AFC and this is why. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow had a four interception game in the season opener and he's been great ever since. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes credentials speak for themselves, especially Patrick Mahomes. Like, who are you taking, who are you taking off? Who who are you taking off for Tua? It's it's not disrespect, it's a credit to and I mean we don't have to go here, but this doesn't even bring Justin Herbert into the conversation. I mean, there's five or six really special quarterbacks in the AFC. You look at the NFC. I mean, Tua would be on the Pro Bowl roster if he played in the NFC. Yeah. There's no question about it. It's just – it's unfortunate, but I don't, I don't think it's disrespect.
2: Yeah, and then another thing is, like, I, I feel like when Tua was, was hot, right, early in the year, everybody was riding that wave. This league is about, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. So I think and, – and, and, and Joe Burrow wasn't as hot. Mm-hmm. So I think if you switched it, right, and like maybe they had their votings earlier, I think Tull probably would have made this list. So I don't think it was a snub. I think that, you know, quarterbacks that, that got selected in front of him are better than him and they're playing a lot better. That's all it
0: is. Okay, well, if it wasn't a snub, then let's talk about some of the snubs. We talked about this in this pre-show meeting. For me, I'm looking around at the linebacker position, and I'm like, how does Dre Greenlaw, linebacker oh, for the yes. 49ers, yes. not make a Pro Bowl. How does Javon Hargrave D tackle for the Eagles? Ten sacks as an interior defensive lineman. He doesn't make the Pro Bowl, but Aaron Donald, who only played nine games, if I'm not mistaken. Hargrave got more sacks than Donald played games. How does Hargrave not make the Pro Bowl? I have several snubs I can count off, but Dave, I want to hear about yours.
1: Yeah, the unsexy positions, really, they lose out. Hargrave's a great one. Another one for me, Guy from your team, Joy, uh, Christian Wilkins, mm. top ten mm. in the league in tackles he's for balling. a loss. Yeah, he's he's balling. fantastic player. I was, I was pretty shocked, given the Dolphins were winning during a lot of the voting period. I was surprised not to see him. And then Matt Milano for the Bills. I just I want to give him a shout-out. One of the central pieces of that defense. and look, I, I wish we could do something, because outside linebackers, basically edge rushers like T.J. Watt, they get into the Pro Bowl as an outside linebacker. You don't play linebacker, idiot. my guy. Come on, <laughs> Matt Milano. Like, there's nothing sexy about having one sack and a few, uh, you know, maybe an interception, but then 85 tackles. Yeah. But that is important. He already he tied his his number from last season, and we still have three games to play. He's and playing. he's been hurt too. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, playing yeah, no, out. Milano a great one. I would like to see. Story, it. where are you at? Biggest snub.
3: So this is going to be a little shocking, but I'm going to give the Lions some love. I don't know that it's, it's, a, it's kind of hard to argue for the third quarterback in the NFC. Like you just mentioned, all of the right. balance of power for that position is in the AFC right now. But I think Jared Goff deserves I mean, you're talking about oh, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. They're one of the I'm hottest right, though. teams yes, in the world. The offense well. has yes. been great all season long. <laughs> they haven't had a problem scoring points all season long. It's it's been the the defense for half of the year and now they've corrected that, which is why they're able to win the games that they're winning. But they have the fifth offense in points per game in the league behind the Bills, Cowboys, Eagles, and Chiefs. All teams that are expected to go, well, Maybe not the Cowboys, but all teams that are expected to go, you know, deep into the playoffs. He's had an unbelievable season, and he's, he's really shown that he didn't just need Sean McVay in order to be successful. Now, I don't want us to get too far ahead of ourselves. Obviously, he went to a Super Bowl with Sean McVay, but he's had a nice resurgence for his career in Detroit, and they have completely corrected from the disaster that was the start of their season, and it was never his fault to begin with that they were in that situation. So, I think it would have been nice to, to show Jared some love in the Pro Bowl.
2: Jalen Waddell. Like, I love the – I don't love the dogs, but I, I respect them. Yep. I love them that change things around. Ta-he, him and Tyreek top five in receiving yards? Both over 1,000. Now, now, this is the thing, though. Now, now, um, Jamar Chase, <laughs> he's one of my favorite receivers in the league. Seriously. Like, I, um, before this year, I would have said that he was probably top three in the league. and that, And that's good for a rookie. Like, you never hear that. But we got to give out of his credit. Like, that's hard to do. Got 1,100 yards. 1,100 yards? Come on. And then, and then the dance
3: be great. You know what I'm saying? The so, dance is international. That, that was the
2: biggest snub, I think. The numbers speak for it. The, 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 the success. I mean, a team been trashed for years. Now they on the scene. they balling. Potential to make the playoffs. Like, all that matters for the playoffs. All that matters for the Pro Bowl. How well are you playing stats? How well are you doing for your team? All that stuff plays into
0: it. I got a personal question for you. Uh, personal? probably a few of them. Are, is there any envy when you know you should have made the Pro Bowl, but you see one of your teammates who probably shouldn't have made the Pro Bowl, and they oh. did because there are a couple Dolphins players? In. Oh, wait, wait. is there any envy? That's like dry Stitch a little bit. I don't, like. I'm not. No, you don't got to tell me like a oh, legit story. Okay. Like, has there ever been a moment where you like? How the
2: heck did he make the Pro Bowl? You call your mom, mom. You, you know, ain't gonna believe who made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> That's a good question. I, I've never been in that situation.
0: Oh, my gosh, we made Pro Bowls because we deserve it. Okay. But I've never been in a situation. Okay, final thought. You are running back. Let's talk NFC running backs. You were running back in the NFC 15,000 okay. yards. Tony Pollard, the backup running back for the Dallas Cowboys, made the Pro Bowl. Ezekiel Elliott, the $95 okay. million dollar starting running back, right. did not. If you are Zeke, I'm sure you're not jealous, but there's a part of you sitting there like, what? Yo, now he for sure better. No, 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 uh, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. What I do no, no, wrong? No, no, what no, I do no, wrong? No, no, no. Oh, tell him, Shay. What I so, do wrong?
2: Keep it in 100, right? Because I do like Zeke. Yep. And and, and 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 Zeke's decline, it's not really him. It's, it's the Cowboys. They used him up. That's what happens. You Get 300. They do do that. 300 plus carries a year, you're not going to be the same guy. But. When he's in that meeting room, I've been there. You're in the meeting room. We watch the tape with the right-back coach. You see what I'm doing, and then you see what, what, what Pollard's doing. He ain't, he ain't upset or mad or jealous. He, he, see what he, see. he see what the coach sees, what I see, what this guy sees. He sees what's going on. Pollard is probably the most explosive offensive weapon on the team. Right? Yep. So we can agree with that. Zeke knows that. He, he cool with that. Hey, good job, bro. Hey you, <laughs> hey, you deserve it. I
0: mean, and Zeke got a couple Pro Bowls, so you're not really jealous. But yeah. eventually, you got to start counting your pocketbooks. You're the third highest paid running back in the history of the NFL. I will stay out of your pockets, but you stay At in least your you pockets. Know. But you stay in your own pockets. <laughs> what part of Zeke is like, you know what? I still got a year left on my deal.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, he's got I mean, way more than that. I, I still got a couple Where? years left on my deal. Oh, Zeke's under contract for a long time. Guaranteed. Not guaranteed. The guarantees are running out. Okay. There go. we go. Okay.
0: What part of Zeke is starting to count his own pockets, knowing like, hey, he can't ball too hard? Watch this.
2: So week three, yep. he's he seen it coming. And then when Zeke got hurt and he took over, what week was that? I know you know. I'm not a Dallas guy, but I know the numbers. Oh, gosh. Put me on. I mean,
1: it was like midseason.
2: Midseason. season. Yeah. And then when he took off, because the whispers, when there's whisper, there's some truth behind it. Mm-hmm. Pollard should be starting. He should get more carries, right? That's how it starts. And then Jerry backs him up. Oh, no, we go through Zeke. But when you see the numbers and you see the tape and this dude is going off every week, you know what's going on. Every time you, they install the plays in the offense, he gets more and more touches, more and more touches. So he knows, hey, look, my days numbered. But although, hey, you don't hate because you got your money.
0: He got paid. Yeah, so he got paid. He did. Time to share that check, though. <laughs> Coming up, Jalen Hurts. He's going to have to share some of his shine because he will be absent for the huge matchup Cowboys-Eagles. Gardner Minshew's going to be the starter, but here's a question you have to ask yourself. Okay. Will this help or hurt? Jalen Hurts MVP change. Mm. That's next on C. You all have to see this. Sit down in your seats, grab some tissue. Pro Bowl rosters revealed yesterday. Yes, Sadie. Thank you. you move your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Golly.
2: I'm the guy
1: that doesn't, doesn't cry. cry. That doesn't Can I
0: breathe? Pro Bowl rosters were revealed yesterday. The Commanders have four players on the team, but you got to see head coach Ron Rivera delivering the special news. Just watch. Nice read. Congratulations. You're the Pro Bowl special teams guy. You're the starter. You heard it, young man. Everything you've done... And I know your mom would be proud. I feel you. (laughs) I feel you. That was Jeremy Reeves. He has been on and off the roster, but he made the Pro Bowl as a special teams player. Dave, you were just talking about special teams players and the value they add to a football team. What note were you making?
1: I mean, it's a cool underrated thing. And yeah, like as a special teamer, your job security is not always safe. But if you can, that's... What, what happens, not to be mean, but like, what happens when you get drafted on day three? They call you and they say, make your mark on special teams. Mark on teams. You can go to Pro Bowls. You can collect checks for a decade if you can do that stuff well. I just think it's cool.
0: Jeremy Reeves, congratulations to you, yes. my friend. Salute, salute, salute. Jalen Hurts. Let's transition. He's not going to be able to play on Christmas Eve against the Cowboys with the entire world watching gifts in hand and under the tree. Now he has a right shoulder sprain, but Hertz has been playing at an MVP level. Keep in mind, Gardner Minshew taking over. Remember, Jalen Hurts, his MVP odds are right there with Joe Burrow, second to win the award. Trailing only Patrick Mahomes. Let's come on, Cam. Let's come on, Cam. Let's come on, Cam. This is my favorite topic to discuss because the whole world is watching and there's been a ton of debate and dissension. Jalen Hurts, is it him or is it the Eagles team? Well, now we will find out to some degree. Jalen Hurts is going to be absent. <laughs> is that going to help his MVP case, Shady, or is that actually going to hurt his MVP case? I think it's going to hurt him. Right? Now, let's let's think about this. It's already a close
2: race, although I do think he's winning, but him and Patrick Mahomes, and then Joe Burrow is just slowly creeping up there each week, right? I hate to say it, but he is. Now, Jalen Hurts doesn't play. Patrick Mahomes goes out there and does Patrick Mahomes Mahomes things. 300, 400, hopefully it's 300. (laughs) But, yeah, three touchdowns, four touchdowns. Now we're talking about him on every airwave. Patrick Mahomes this, Patrick Mahomes that. Or, or Joe Barrow does the same thing. gets a big win, has a lot more stats. So now these guys get a week of stats, and my guy doesn't. And let's say he doesn't play next week. So you see how this thing can yep. affect the, 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 um, the decision? So it hurts me because Hurts really was balling his whole year, and he's really, he's the main reason why this team is look looked the way we look. Let me say
0: this. <sighs> Jalen Hurts' absence actually might be his best chance to win the MVP. Here's why I think. Okay, let's hear this. Jalen Hurts was never going to win a statistical race. He was not going to have more total touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. He was not going to have uh, clearly not more passing yards than Patrick Mahomes. And so many people deny rushing yards at the quarterback position. We know how that goes. He wasn't going to win a statistical race, but he might have won a value race. Most valuable player. He might have won a race of valuable value. He's most valuable to the Eagles team. They only have one loss. By him being absent, if Gardner Minshew and the Eagles struggle, Joy, that might highlight just how valuable Jalen Hurts is to the Eagles team. Because truth be told, Jalen Hurts wasn't going to outstat Patrick Mahomes. That wasn't going to happen. He likely wasn't going to outstat Joe Burrow, but he might outvalue them. And by being absent, if the Eagles struggle, the whole world will have to acknowledge, oh, you know what? This dude is valuable, and it is the most valuable player. Joy, where do you stand?
3: If he only misses one game and then comes back and continues to play at the level he was playing at before he got hurt, then yes, I would say that that, that, could, that help could help the conversation. But, like, the seeds have already been sown. And to be clear, because I think this, everyone's getting very confused about this, Patrick Mahomes is having an MVP-level season. Mm-hmm. It's not outrageous if Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP. What is outrageous is that there's such a massive gap between what Jalen Hurts did this year and Patrick Mahomes. That's what bothers me. Not that Patrick Mahomes isn't deserving of an MVP. Of course he is. Joe Burrow is having an MVP-level season. Now, he probably won't win it because they've had such a big lead on on him throughout this whole year. But it's more the idea that Jalen Hurts isn't the reason why Philadelphia is winning. And he isn't close to Patrick Mahomes in the statistics, although he, he isn't that far behind. That's what it is. So I I think if he doesn't play in this game and they win, they will count that against him. If he misses more than one game, they'll count that against him. And he may very well not win the MVP this year. I don't know Jalen at all, but I have to assume, while it would probably bother him after the season that he didn't win the MVP, He cares more about winning a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. And for that matter, I'm sure Patrick Mahomes cares more about winning a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP as well. It's not that the MVP doesn't matter, but at this point in the season, I just don't think these guys are even thinking about that. Like, it's in your mind, like, I could win an MVP, of course, they're human beings, but there are bigger things at play here.
1: It's like, I mean, it happens in the NBA and it's happened to Aaron Rodgers. Like, you don't... You don't want to accept that trophy if you're not in the playoffs. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be at NFL honors. You want to be <laughs> in the hotel. You want to have Wait. someone accept it on your behalf. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you for for anybody that's up for MVP. I just think the, the only way this game helps. I hear what you're saying, Acho, but the only way that happens is if they look terrible. And do you expect them to look terrible? They're a really good team. We talked about it yesterday. They're one of the two or three best rosters in the league. Maybe the best. Gardner Minshew is not Cooper Rush or Brock Purdy where you're like, what's going to happen with this guy? Like, he's been a starter in the NFL. He's won eight games. He did go one and six in Jacksonville in his last year there, but that was a terrible Jags team. They were so bad, they wound up with Trevor Lawrence. He played fantastic against the Jets last year as a member of the Eagles. They won 33 to 18. He completed, like, 20 of 25 passes, like, he can get this done if he's throwing to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, got that offensive line protecting him. So I think the Eagles are probably going to look pretty good, then what, and that won't help Jalen Hurts, well, whether it's fair or not. You are the person that writes the articles. You
0: are the person that sets narratives around the nation in regards to sports. You are one of those people. Love that you're, I, I love that Power. you're giving me this much influence. What does it mean if Gardner Minshew does play well? What does it mean for Jalen Hurts? Because let's address the elephant in the room. Micah Parsons came out last week, your boy, Harrisburg. He came out early last week and said, it's the Eagles' talent. It's, it's the Eagles' scheme. It's the Eagles' roster. It's not Jalen Hurts. What does it mean if Gardner Minshew does go out there and have 300 yards, three touchdowns, how much does that impact
1: the narrative around Jalen Hurts? I think we've already seen it. And, I, look, I know Dak Prescott has not sniffed the MVP conversation this season, but people did that to him when Cooper Rush played well. The offense was not anywhere near as good, and I would expect the same from Gardner Minshew. But if he wins and looks good, I think, to be fair, I think it would take more than one game. I think Gardner Minshew would have to get on a little bit of a roll. But there are already people saying that who haven't seen anyone other than Jalen Hurts play quarterback for the Eagles. So if his backup comes out and plays well and, God forbid, wins, you think that's going to stop people? Look, I'm not saying I'm going to write that story, but you think people aren't going to? But but,
2: but you're you're, – You're putting it out there, though. No, 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 no. no. It was put out they there. They put it out there right way before well, this. I didn't see us. that. I mean, yes. the difference is between Cooper Rush and, 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 uh, and Gardner. Yes, yep. This is because, like, one, you're replacing an a MVP, right? That's hard to do. So if he goes out there and plays, well, that's cool, but you're not the MVP candidate. No matter how good you play, you can't be that. You see what I'm saying? Where, where Dak is like, he's, he's okay, and Cooper, he's probably better than Cooper Rush, but it's like not a super big difference. Where one guy's an MVP. That's like totally different. But what happens if Gardner Minshew plays statistically it, like Hurts playing? It See, I, I can't see that happening though. But if, if it if it does, if it does. Well, like, for, you, well, even, well for one, go ahead, go ahead. right? The, the running game be way different. Yep. Okay. So, like, one of our big things with our team, the ability to run the ball, ability to watch after our quarterback. We have to wherever he's at, we have to make sure we have a guy that's assigned for him, so it helps the running game out. Where, where Gardner can't run the ball like that, and then let's say he throws the ball well, that's fine. But when you have an MVP in the locker room, like nobody can replace that, you know. And, I, and like 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 a Patrick Mahomes, we we when I was with the Chiefs, when he got hurt, he got hurt against Denver. We played I think four or five games. We only lost like one. Yep. We were still rolling. One. It's nothing like having the MVP in your huddle. You can't replace not just the stats, but I'm talking about um, having guys playing for you, the attitude, the leadership. When things are are we facing adversity, how he, we look at him to get us out of that. You can't coach that. You can't, you can't scout for that. You can't coach that. That's
0: something that's, that's God-given. And that's what he has. What happens, Joy, if gardner Minshew has a 300-yard game and he has a two or three touchdown game for contacts? Contacts. Jalen Hurts is averaging 301 yards a game, 2.6 touchdowns a game. What happens if gardner Minshew does that?
3: Then people are going to have to admit that the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in the league, which mm. they still don't want to do that either. That's a
2: good point. It's a fire answer. <laughs> he said they it again. They can't make up Wait, their minds. It sounds good. He said one more that people are
3: going to have to admit that the Philadelphia Eagles are the best one. team in the league,
0: number one. Which
3: is not a consensus, Shady. There are a lot of yeah. people who don't think that, yeah. and there are people that think that they would be doing the same thing that they've done all season long, which is only have the best record in the league and one loss, with Gardner Minshew as the quarterback the entire season.
1: Mm.
3: Can you uh. believe that?
1: But Shady looks thing, so hurt. So
3: how, how this game plays out will, will determine a lot of narratives on both sides of the ball. Because if the Cowboys lose, we know what kind of storm that's going to be. Oof. And if the Eagles lose, it's going to depend on how Gardner Minshew plays. Yep. So it, it, it's, it's really a game of narratives on the field. We'll have to see how it plays out. But the bottom line is, if you're really paying attention to the Eagles, everything that Shady's saying is true. But those are a lot of intangibles that people don't want to measure. They'd much prefer passing touchdowns and passing yards, which we're not going to disregard because it sounds like I'm shading Patrick Mahomes, which I'm not. Again, Patrick Mahomes winning the MVP would be completely reasonable, and he would deserve it. What bothers me is that there's this idea that Jalen Hurts doesn't deserve the Shady, MVP.
0: Shady, let me ask you a question. We, we got to run real quick, but I got to ask you this question as I'm thinking about it. How do players in your mind gauge the difference between stats and talent? Because I think that's the Ooh. conversation that's occurring right now with Jalen Hurts. That's I think right. people realize, oh, Jalen Hurts has the stats to be an MVP. But people are like, come on, man. Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert. Stats versus talent. I'll personalize it to help your answer. DeMarco Murray, was more statistically uh, solid than you in 20. Wait, one year. One year. Oh, okay. This, yeah. uh, we're only talking one, one year. year. Okay. We're doing only Jalen okay. Hurts. It's just only one been one year. year for Jalen. Exactly. Right. That's my point. Yeah. But we all knew Shady had more talent. Right. So within your mind, within locker rooms, do you have to ignore the stat conversation for the talent mm. conversation, or do you have to ignore the talent conversation for the stat <sighs> conversation? This is a good question. You put me on the spot.
2: This that's, is this is a nucleus of the Jalen like, Hurts I just feel like, but I, I think Jalen Hurts has talent. Now, he's not as talented as Patrick Mahomes. I, if I had to pick who was a better quarterback, I, I would say that Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. But
3: that's not the award. The award is this year's that's, most so, valuable that's so, player. That's
2: the thing. So, the to, 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 to wiggle out your <laughs> question, right? It's like, it's not about who's more talented. Right. Who's having a better year? Who's correct. the most valuable player for their team? And and if his gardener comes in there and backs up Jalen Hurts, he can't do
0: what Jalen can but do. But as a player... Jaylen running... As a, Owen. as a player, though, don't you think that's the constant dilemma? Think about it. Jamar Chase made the Pro Bowl over Jalen Waddell. Okay. Jamar Chase is more talented. Jalen Waddle had a better season. T.J. Watt. Four sacks in seven games he had the name, though. made the Pro Bowl yeah. because T.J. Watt is more talented than another player that got left off of it. You're timing really quick.
1: Who's better, Alabama or TCU? I mean, you can take it from sports. It to sport. goes
0: wherever you want. Yeah. So within the locker rooms, is Jalen Hurts always going to face this issue because he's not as
2: talented? Well, you, know, you know what, though? This is what I will say. If Jalen Hurts has this type of performance next year, right, maybe not as great, but close enough. I think we'll get past the whole talented thing. Now right. I, think, I think we'll put him in the category with, with Mahomes, with Josh Allen, and, and Jalen Hurts. So you're saying it just takes a couple – Yeah, it's a, you got to yeah. see it. Because, like, for example, if, if uh, Watt got it in here because of his name. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald, their names. Now, if they have another dud year from injury or whatever it is, they won't be in the Pro Bowl next year because, like, all right, all right, all right. Huh? I know who you are with, bro. It's two years. You see what I'm
0: saying? So you got to see more of it. So it takes two. Very interesting conversation. Coming up, Dak Prescott. He had a tough loss last week. Everybody put the blame on him, except Dave Hellman. That's right. (laughs) What's at stake for the Cowboys quarterback against the Eagles? That's next on Speak. He's going up against a backup. He got to find a way. Dave, do you wear glasses or no? Let's undress an argument for a second. Can we? Dak Prescott, he's been seen as above average for quite some time. But if we're all being honest with ourselves, average has moved. Y'all understand there's levels to this. So let's go through what average really looks like right now at the quarterback position. Hang with me. Now we know we got the top flight like cats. You got Mahomes, you got Allen, you got Jackson, you got Burrow, but you also have the OGs. You got Rodgers and you have Brady. So that's six right there. Now, you keep it pushing, you got the young guns, Hurts, Herbert, two of those are the characters that have been in the MVP conversation this year. Those are the characters on year three that are about to get a hundred plus million dollar contracts. So now we're already looking at nine quarterbacks. Now you have the young gun, Trevor Lawrence, 12 touchdowns, one interception over the last month of football. We know the kind of talent that Trevor Lawrence has. Now, if you start to count it up, you're at about 10, 8, 9 quarterbacks. We haven't seen Dak Prescott yet. What is average. Now let's look at that last grouping where you have Dak Prescott, you have Kirk Cousins, you have Derek Carr, you have Jared Goff. This is the cutoff for average. If there are roughly 24 starting quarterbacks in the in the in the NFL, I say 24 because you know roughly eight teams have a starter one week, a backup the next week, he becomes the starter. If there are roughly 24 or 25 starting quarterbacks in the NFL, then average cuts off right around Derek Carr. Huge game this week. Whole world watching Dak Prescott. To me, what is on the line, is he actually above average? Or is he just average? We're going to find out here in about three days. Let me come to the desk. You like that? Bro, that
2: was well done, man. I had him run like 13, but, uh, you know, 13, 14. That was, that was well done.
0: Shady, then let me come to you, big dog. Oh, oh surprising, What's, surprising oh, order. <laughs> <laughs> What's on the line for Dak Prescott against the Eagles this weekend facing a backup quarterback? Just that,
2: right? The respect. Now, now, I think both of these teams will go to the playoffs. But it's a respect thing. Now, listen, people love Dak. I will say this. I don't know if it's because the Cowboys are like one of the most favorite franchises in, in sports history, mm-hmm. but they love Dak. And they love to back him up and to defend him. But you can't defend Ten picks in seven games. Mm. Not you're playing nine games, eleven picks. You can't defend that. So this game is more about respect. You can't you can't as <laughs> much as you love a guy, you can't defend that. So he has to go out there and put some points up and look efficient, right? No, no more turnovers, no, no a clean game. I haven't seen a clean game with Dak, even the ones they won. That Texas game was close. That was tight. So we gotta see some more efficient play from Dak Prescott, or he might drop from 13 to 15 to 16
1: so on. Dave, what's on. on the line for Dak? Dot, dot, dot. What world do we live in where the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys is defended and have people go to bat for? I mean, <laughs> Cowboy fans do. I think that's what you're talking about. Tony Dungy. I think that's what, him. That's, uh, that's fair. He I'll stood give, up for him. I'll give you Coach Shady McCoy, Hall Dak of Famer. <laughs> I think h- here's the thing. And, like, I, I don't like to do this stuff in midseason. Okay. And this is why. Like, Dak is <clears> Dak, Dak is struggling in a way that I'm not used to seeing him struggle. Heading into this season, only three active quarterbacks – two of whom are going to the Hall of Fame, had a better interception rate than him. Passes that they threw that were intercepted, like the percentage of their throws. He's not playing that well this year. But then you look at a list like that, you've got guys on there that have done it one year. Dak's been doing this for five, six years. You realize by making the playoffs last weekend, which, ironically, they did it after a loss... (laughs) If you don't include the year he got hurt, which I don't know how you could, because he got hurt in October, so he basically missed he missed three fourths of the season. If you don't include the year he got hurt, this is I mean, I don't know why you're looking at me like that. This is this <laughs> will be playing his, defense. This will be his fourth trip to the playoffs in six seasons. I'm just saying, like, Dak has been here and done this to a degree that quite a few of the guys on that list have not done yet. And they are more talented than him. Tua, Herbert, Jalen Hurts, whatever. Dak has done things that guys on this list haven't done yet. Now, having said that, having said all of that, that it, it, it all counts toward your resume, whatever. I mean, the point being, the biggest feather in Dak Prescott's cap right now is that reliability, especially in the NFC East. He's 26 and six as a starter against the NFC East. He's seven and three against the Eagles. He owns that division. They don't win it every year, and by I mean they didn't win it the year that he got hurt. Okay. But he owns the NFC East. If he can't beat the Eagles in a game at home where they're starting a backup quarterback, it puts a big ding in the best thing that he does. And and honestly, and especially if he plays poorly in this game, if he throws multiple interceptions, I mean, I'll find a way to defend him. But it'll be hard. <laughs> it'll be really hard. You see that though?
2: They love to defend him you told about all this year. He took it all the way back to last year. And 40, 50 so, games. We don't care. We're talking right now You're, this year. Your resume doesn't matter Man, toward talk, what you do. we are talking about right now? I'm
1: going to remind you. I don't know what happens this. tomorrow. I'm going to remind you of this. I promise <laughs> you I will. Joy,
0: what do you need to see from Dak Prescott?
3: <laughs> Shade
0: is crazy. Uh,
3: he needs to have a mistake-free game. Shady said it. You need to play a clean game. We keep talking about these turnovers. And Shady... They do defend the turnovers because how many of these turnovers were it actually Dak's fault and the, and the receiver actually tipped it up to the other person? That's a new category. Six. Six. That's a new so, yeah. category.
2: They, put, they just put that in there now. It's a new category.
3: Yeah. That is a stat.
2: It's charted by PFF. What? People pay for that. You see what I'm saying? What is that? I live in a real world with real football. What is that? It's a pick or it's not. They say touchdown or it's not.
1: It's a fumble, so if, or it's not. If you can watch tape and determine on, what man. happened nah, on the tape, that on, doesn't count. On,
2: okay, it's fine. It is a stat, though. Now we watch the tape. I'll show it to <laughs> you. I'm sorry, Joy. I don't know because <laughs> some days we want to watch tape. No, I'm telling you. I'm
3: telling you that that's that. Like so, half of those interceptions don't count.
2: Oh, you know he the most. I agree. He loves to talk about how great he is on third downs. I am. I'm.
3: I don't respectfully don't agree, but. <laughs> I, I, they, they are going to defend him by saying that. Listen, I like Dak more than most. I, I've, I've always been a big Dak defender. I think he's, a, he's overachieved. I think he did more for the Cowboys than he was paid for through the first four years of his career. I agree with that. Career. Um, and he has more to prove in the postseason. Like, if he's really this guy, then he's got to do it in the postseason. That's, that's what the expectations are at this point and based off of the performances that he's had throughout his career. But this is a problem. Turning the ball over like this is a problem. Even if you don't want to count all the interceptions or not, okay. they happen. It and, is a problem. And the
1: turnovers. Oh, a, okay. I've said it's a problem Let, on this say, show.
3: Let's say half of them aren't. Then the wide receivers need to get it together.
2: <laughs> right.
0: We yes. We need to get
3: them some sticky. Somebody some blame. Right. <laughs> all right. Somebody Somebody turned the ball over. Right. Whether it was Dak or yeah, the wide receivers. Yeah. So we need to change the prompter to what the wide receivers need to do, I guess. Right even though that, I don't agree with that. Okay. But somebody know, needs to get some sticky on the fingers and figure it out. Okay. No more popcorn before the games. Fair. Right? we got to figure this out. Because th- that ball is going to the other team.
2: A lot. A lot. Yeah. The so most. Whoever's fault it is. The most.
3: Somebody's got to fix that. As far as that goes, play a clean game. Beat the Eagles with their backup quarterback. If you, at this point in the season, you need to be playing ball at that level. This is a gift that Jalen Hurts is not out there for them. Yeah, so go, go a take advantage of Dave, hey, we've
0: all been in situations relationally, whether with friends, whether romantic partners, whatever the case may be, we've all been in oh. situations where you want to believe the best for them. And you want to believe the best in them. There's something we do as humans right. calling defaulting to truth. Read Malcolm Gladwell's book, Talking to Strangers. There's something we do defaulting book. to yeah. truth, where you just assume the best of somebody until there's such overwhelming evidence that what you are assuming is, in fact, incorrect. Mm. You are assuming that this is not Dak Prescott. You're assuming that this version of Dak Prescott, 10 interceptions in seven games, 11 interceptions in nine games, you are assuming this is not him. You are defaulting to truth. But what is the point of overwhelming evidence where you're finally like, you know what, this actually is
1: Dak Prescott, and what I've tried to believe is no longer true. So here, this is not a take for TV because it's just very gray. I'm I'm not going to just jump on one bandwagon or the other. This is who Dak is right now. It, and I have an overwhelming amount of evidence that it's not who he is historically. Again, his interception rate for his career entering Sunday's game against Jacksonville was 1.9. 1.9% of his throws get picked. That's better than Mahomes. It's Like, like I said, Rodgers is like the only guy that, that's better than that for his career. Uh-huh. It's up at four right now. Wow. That is a massive, massive difference. I would argue, and again, if y'all, if y'all think I'm making an excuse, that's totally fine. I would argue it's well, I mean, the personnel around him when you trade an Amari Cooper. <laughs> when you don't have a James Washington, which wasn't an adequate signing in the first place. When your third round pick that you draft at receiver to offset the loss of Amari Cooper hasn't played a meaningful role this entire season. But
0: he has had personnel this um, mediocre before. 2018, before they traded for Amari Cooper. He looked really bad. So then, and he got then two, they he got, got two pro Amari balls off. Cooper. But if he was not throwing interceptions at this rate at any point in his career. Even 2016-17 Dak Prescott had an aging Dez Bryant and a slot Cole Beasley. So, Dave, I'm just wondering, are you still hopeful for salvation that's not coming? Amari Cooper is not coming back.
1: Yeah, he gone. When the season is over, and if I had to guess, it's not going to end any differently than any other Cowboys season in the last 26 years. (laughs) When the season is over, the Cowboys have some not even decisions to make. They have to make some improvements on their offense. It, oh, my God, Dak can't do it alone. He's not good enough to do it alone. Nobody is. Neither's Jalen Hurts, neither's Patrick Mahomes. They have to surround him with more talent if they want him to go back to playing like the guy that I think he is. I do think that's true.
3: You know, I this mean, line of thinking is how spies slip by. You know,
2: they, what do you mean? They have excuses. four.
3: Yeah, Eva, we'll
1: we'll, we'll talk
2: about it. They got, four, they got four pro Bowls on the offense. Right? So I don't want I don't to be wrong. Zach Martin, two linemen, Tony Pollard, Pollard. Oh, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Who, who's the second lineman? It was the, was the guard? Oh, just Zach. It's so just Zach, Zach
0: Martin, C.D. Lamb, Tony Pollard. Okay, yes okay. sir. Okay. Three, okay, three guys. They're 29. I the am fascinated by protection. this. You don't do the Cowboys not have enough talent around Dak? Because when you look at Mahomes and the quote unquote talent around him. There's Travis Kelsey. We obviously know that. But do the Cowboys not have, in your mind, enough talent around that? Kirk Cousins has Justin Jefferson, but we know Thielen is not who he once was. Dalvin Cook is the equivalent to Tony Pollard, Mm -hmm. and Tony Pollard probably better. Do they still not have enough talent?
1: Is Is there a skill position among the, we'll call them contenders, even though, I mean, I don't really think the Cowboys are contenders the way that they look right now. But is there, among that group... Would you take the Cowboys' skill position players over anyone? I guess you could argue the Vikings. Do we, I would say do we the Vikings. Believe it? Do we say, believe it? I would say the Vikings. Do we believe in the Vikings? They're number two seed. It doesn't matter who we believe in. Yes, they're, they're, yes it does. No, they have no, no, a number two C. differential of
2: plus two. They're number two seed. They've gotten their the, ass the kicked. NFL. They're number two seed in the NFL. We can't. It's still the NFL. It is what it is. Do you think the Vikings are true? They're are are number two seed. Okay.
3: I mean, just, Justin Jefferson is it's far. like that.
1: Who okay. are you taking the Cowboys over among the teams that you really think are going to win I
3: don't think that the Cowboys offensive positions are are poverty out here. Tony Pollard is a great running back that aids the passing game. CeeDee Lamb might not be like a certified number oh, 1, but he's a good player. But he's he's a solid. He plays all. And yes. he's a pro bowler like
2: And you're back of a Zeke.
3: Yeah. So, I, I, I struggle to say that he doesn't have anything around him. Does he not, not have a Justin also. Jefferson? Well, there's only one Justin Jefferson. What? We left, we left T.J.
1: Hawkinson off the Vikings, by the way. He got traded. It's okay. not even close. Okay. Among the teams that you really think are going to play in a Super Bowl, you would not take the Cowboys over any of them. So, you're speaking – Maybe from- the Bills, I guess, but Josh Allen is a hell of a lot better than Dak. I've never argued that. You love to talk about Dak on third downs. What's that number again? Since Dak came back from his injury, they're yeah. number one in the league in third down conversion That's rate. That's nice.
2: Better than the Chiefs. And also a stat that you're not talking about. He has the most picks on third down on any other
1: quarterback in the you league. Throw the ball on third down. That's when you throw the ball. So of course you're going to throw picks I can't on wait third for this down. Game. Wait,
2: wait. Every quarterback throws the ball third down. What are you but, talking? So it stands he to reason. He has the most
1: picks out of any. Quarterback on third it down. It stands to reason that if you have to Yo, throw the ball, there's a this. better chance it's going to get picked off. Listen, How many if, of
3: them are fake interceptions, though?
1: Uh, Yo, if
2: that. there's any <laughs> other arguments right, about me as a running back or anything, You better defend me the
0: way he defends Dak Prescott. got you. Oh, my God. I got you, big dog. Well, there's no defense for Russell Wilson because he said he's ready to roll. But what in the world could this $250 million quarterback be playing for? The season's already over, but the Broncos are adamant Russ needs to play. But should he? That's next. Really? Then let's rock. It's not necessarily the biggest game of the year. The Broncos not making the playoffs versus the Rams, who are also not making the playoffs. It's on Christmas Day. Here is what is huge about this storyline. Russell Wilson, many consider him a Hall of Famer. He missed last week. He had a concussion. But more importantly, he struggled all season long. Remember, they're not in the playoffs, so why is he playing? Well, hear what Russell Wilson has to say. Quote, I'm excited to get back on the field. We have a really good chance of catching a groove. Close quote. It makes no sense to me. The Broncos have made a lot of terrible decisions all season long, going back to kicking a 65-yard field goal on fourth and five in one of their first games of the season. But this is the worst decision they will make all season, playing Russell Wilson in a meaningless football game. He's a $250 million quarterback, quarter of a billion dollars. You have nothing to play for, and you want to roll your quarterback out there even though he was concussed less than 14 days ago? For what? For why? Make it make sense. You have nothing to gain, Broncos, and everything to lose. Best case scenario, Russell Wilson plays well, furthers himself with a head coach that's probably not going to be there, furthers himself in an offense that probably won't exist six months from now. That's best case scenario. Worst case? Maybe Russell Wilson unfortunately gets hurt, or worse, damages his own emotion of how talented he believes he is. Makes no sense. Worst decision the Broncos can make. But, Shady, are the Broncos making a mistake playing with
2: him? No, they're not. They're not. He needs to play out there. First of all, they gave him a lot, a lot of money, like you talked about. And we're, they're trying to find a way to give him some confidence. He hasn't played well all season. Okay, so, boom. He's not going nowhere, right? You talk about the coach. That may up be up and down. Russell's not going nowhere. So, let's try to catch a groove. Right? Let's, let's get some more confidence with the younger guys, some of our receivers. Let's get on the same page. I think this is a good decision for him because, hey, I don't want to say he's rusty, but it's a new place, and he hasn't found his groove, and we all seen Russell play at a high level. Let him go out there and play and get his groove back. First of all, when, when he got traded there, the, the, the whole city was happy. They sold the, 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 uh, the tickets, the mm-hmm. season tickets, they sold out in hours. Get a fan something to cheer for on the holidays, Please. Let that man play. Listen, (laughs) let's
0: ride. (laughs) Jordy, where do you stand? Broncos making a mistake?
3: I hear what you're saying about the injury, but that's that's a risk every moment that you're on the field. So you can't live in fear of injuries just because you paid a guy a lot of money. Don't pay him a lot of money then. Right. I think what's happened this year with Russell Wilson is fascinating. And we, we got a little excited about not having to talk about it because we had to talk about it at the beginning of the season, and it was awful. I mean, we watched one of the games together. It was uh, – we'll never, we'll never get that time back. Thank God we were enjoying ourselves together because, I mean, man, it was an awful football game. It was just, they should pay us to watch that game. So – that being said, as bad as it's gone for him, I think he needs to be out there to get some confidence and momentum yeah. going into the into the offseason. Obviously, this season was a dud and a loss. There's a real question about whether he's ever going to be able to get back to playing at an elite level. That's terrifying. You have to run him a lot of money to be very, very bad if that's wow. the case. That would be crazy. Too. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Not to mention all everything else you gave up to get him. It ain't just money. Picks. So he's got to be your future. So to me, especially the way that the Broncos looked last week with a guy that nobody thinks is the future, he needs to get out there and show that he's capable of running this offense at a high
1: level. See, we think the same thing but came to different conclusions. (laughs) Because, like, Russ is the only thing that you can count on to be there next year. Honestly, if – I don't like to call for people's jobs, but, like, I just feel like a change has to be coming in Denver with how bad this season has been. And Russell Wilson's going to be the one that has to pick you back up and try this over again. He's the one that gives you hope, like, well, if a new coach and a new system or a new playbook, whatever, can fix this, we will have Russ to do it. And fixing him is our best chance to be relevant. What happens if he gets hurt like Kyler Murray did? We did a whole – and I, I get it. There's a 100% chance of injury, but this is a needless risk. Yeah. They are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. It's ironic. They're playing the Rams, by the way. What are the Rams doing? They're like, this ain't, this ain't the year for us, guys. Y'all – if you don't – like, if, if, if you don't feel 100% good, take a seat. Like, we don't need risking next season just to play out the string on a bad season. And that's why – like, to bring Kyler back up. I mean, how much more does it complicate the Cardinals situation not knowing when their franchise quarterback who gives them the best chance to be good, not knowing when he'll be back? Like, if Russ, God forbid, does some, has something terrible happens to him, knock on all the wood, I don't want that to happen. But if he's not available in training camp, how much harder does this get for you? But the
3: difference is we know what a healthy Rams team with Matthew Stafford can do, win a Super Bowl. True. We sort of know what Kyler is right now. He has some more developing to do, obviously. But we know he's the future, and he's a young quarterback. He is young. Russ is not old, but he's not young. And he has looked terrible all season. So, obviously, the injury is a fear but you are also not sure what he is right now. Like, we don't know what Russ Russ is this year. We don't know what he's going to be next year. It's, it's, in, it's inexplicable what he's been.
0: But, Joy, isn't it almost like continuing to go out with that person you know you're breaking up with in a month from now? But you, you don't,
3: can't break up with them. You Nathan stuck with them Nathan for Nathan the next three years. No,
0: but we don't, we don't know. But that. she don't know. We don't oh, know you don't know that. Think that. I'm saying, I, we, don't,
2: we don't know we that. Don't know you know can say required. that. But this is my thing. So, like, I just want to get this straight. So, if a player makes a lot of money, right, it sounds a big contract. Not, let's take Russell out of it. Somebody less to him.
0: Courtland mm-hmm. Sutherland, right? Should he not play either? I'm just trying to figure out how y'all no, think about I this. No, I think it's about value. Like, Russ is the most valuable to that team. But I always see, see, think, I'd phrase it differently, risk-reward. You have no reward if you win, but right. you have risk. I only play the yeah. lottery when I can actually win a lot of money. If the lottery is only going to pay me $500, I'm not playing it because the reward's I, not I, very I, good. I, I, I get There's that. no
2: reward here. Yeah, but, but that's what you sign up for. Like, you sign up to, to play football. You pay me, I play football. That's how the, the thing works. It's not like, oh, well, I'm gonna play this lottery ticket. No, you can't argue. That's with how that. it works. So it's like it's our job. So, like, when people <laughs> talk about this, I, I hate it because, yeah, like you want to play safe, but this is this is what I've been doing since I've been a kid, right? Every every practice, it's a risk you could take. And my thing is for for you to get better, us, for you to get more comfortable with the offense, for you to get that groove you talk about with the, with, the, with the offense. I'm willing to put you out there. Because this is what, for, for one, this is what you paid to do. And two, it's like, yeah, we want to
0: we see some good. We haven't seen it all year. So you're, you care more about seeing the good than Russ being paid to play. Because I remember, it's both. Shady, it's both. But let's go back uh, 2014. We knew we were eliminated. It was Chris New Year's Day. We're playing the Giants. Go back. You sure remember that game. We're real. playing the Giants in New York. Well, if you don't remember, then you probably didn't play because you had nothing to play for. Hopefully you do uh, remember. I, no, I played. I played all my games. Like, but what, what's the point? You know, like, I remember I was out there, but I'm a young boy trying to go out there yeah. and make it. What's the point? Pride,
2: your, your name on
0: the back of your jersey. Stuff like that
2: matters to me. I'm sure it matters to Russell. When he, when I hear him talk, he speaks on on his religion and, and how his, his faith, but he also speaks about he loves the game. I'm out there playing on my team. Now, I do think there's a difference between, like, okay, the Rams, right? <laughs> Aaron Donald's not playing. Matthew Stafford's not playing. I'm surprised that Jalen... Jalen's plan. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, they just won a championship. So it's like, all right, we, we got our, we got our right. chip. Where it's hard to win a championship, even if you're healthy, for five or six years. So now that they're, they really don't have a, nothing to play for, no playoffs, you are win your championship, hey, I'm They're uh, in a different situation. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take a seat off.
0: For the record, you had 114 all-purpose yards in that game that you somehow forget. You just, <laughs> you'd be forgetting a hundred-yard game. No, I have you you Your memory's better than mine. So. No, my, my research is... <laughs> Coming up, Justin Fields can be one of the best quarterbacks Ever, according to Von Miller. One oh. of the best ever. Do you agree? Y'all got to come back for this one. That's next. So shout out to Andy. Wait, Appreciate you
2: wait. on Wait, got to be some podcast.
0: Y'all, we got to check in on this social life. This is so interesting. Tony Pollard said he thinks Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott was first to reach out to him about his Pro Bowl selection. Quote, I think they announced it at 8, and he probably hit me up at 8.01. Tony said he's the most team-first guy I can think of. Dave, let me come to you first. That's dope. Does this line up with Ezekiel Elliott? You spent, what, five years covering him when he was there. You were When he was drafted, you were there. Six, Six I
1: think. Six? Yeah, no, did. Th- Yes, this is Zeke. Like you, diva, me first. Like that's not Zeke Elliott. He's never been that way. I can think of a dozen other instances of him being like that. I'm not surprised at all. Now that's that's super dope. I like I like Zeke. Always did, but something like that, I love him even more though. You,
0: you made a good point. I feel like, especially now that Zeke has gotten his, yeah, after you get it's like hey, yeah, everybody wins. I can have it all. But I
3: feel right. like this is all, that's always been Zeke's energy. Even yep. Even when he talks, the way he defends Dak. The way he talks about the team, his, his any any energy that he has in an in interview, he's always talking about other I mean-
1: people everybody wants to make money, but yeah. other than that, I've, like, Zeke Elliott, he I think... He made a lot of it. And he did, but... A lot just, of, it. A lot of it. Zeke lot just of it. wants to play football and have fun with his teammates. I really yeah. think those are, like, his, cool. all, his top to two, two priorities. To yeah. I just
0: <laughs> want to have fun and do her things with my friends. Alright, we gotta move to the Bears. I love that video. If you haven't seen it, you do go to it. the Bears. Justin Fields. Hey, we have to talk about Justin Fields, man. Uh, he's been balling on the ground at least. Now they host the Bills on Christmas Eve. Fields, he's been turning heads. He had the most Exotic play, exhilarating play last week caught the attention of Von Miller, linebacker Von Miller. He took the praise to another level, saying Fields has the tools to be, quote, one of the best quarterbacks ever in NFL oh. history. Tate, I don't think you're crazy. What? I don't. He said he got the tools to be one of the best ever. I don't know why he had to add in NFL history. Maybe he was just trying to no, make no, no, no. sure. You he he said that. He said it. Stick with it. But I'm saying, like, if you have 4-4 four, four speed yeah. and you have – all of the arm intangible size, then you got the size, you got the sturdiness, you got the uh, exhilarating qualities. Then the only tool that he might be missing is the cerebral ability. And I'm not going to question Justin Fields cerebral ability until he becomes a little bit more of a vet. So when I think about somebody having all of the tools to be one of the best ever, I'm thinking to myself, does Justin Fields have Aaron Rodgers tools? I would say Tools? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, clearly one of the greatest stores of the football ever. Justin Fields, one of the greatest runners of the football at the quarterback position ever. Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Mike Vick, league of their own running. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, league of their own passing when you talk about arm angles. So I don't think it's as crazy Mm. as it sounds on the surface. Mm. But, Joy, I'm sure you have a differing opinion. I
3: mean, I don't know that it's crazy. It feels a little premature. And I think we can all admit I've been on the Justin Fields bandwagon for the longest. Yes, you have. Okay? Yes, so you have. so I, I have the space to, to question this a little bit. I think Justin Fields is a very talented athlete. That shouldn't be surprising to anyone if you watched him in college. He was awesome in college. He could also throw the ball in college. My fear for Justin Fields was when I found out where he was getting drafted, mm-hmm. which should have been everyone's fear, because the Chicago Bears have never had a franchise quarterback. You want to talk about a non-football fact- or quarterback factory? Like, Eagles think they're a quarterback factory? It's the opposite. The opposite of that. <laughs> like, do we want a quarterback or another linebacker? <laughs> we th- we could can- we can use another If it's linebacker. a middle linebacker, I feel we good are, about it. We don't it, go with the linebacker. We quarterback, line receiver, not so much. You know, maybe a tight end. No. Yeah, but we will take another running back. We do like running backs in Chicago. My fear is Chicago. So if Justin Fields has all the tools, and perhaps he does, I don't like to go to the greatest in NFL history because I just I feel like that's a bit of a jump. But to be great, I think he has all the tools to be great. It's a question of if they're going to put an offense around him that will build him up. I don't know. I haven't seen Chicago do it, like, ever they haven't. so we'll see it's more on Chicago to me than it is Justin Fields
0: one of the greatest in NFL history has all the tools to be so shady oh it's my go <sighs> okay before I answer
2: this question <clears throat> what does he do great other than run because he runs phenomenal he's probably he's probably top three in my eyes all-time best of course you know a runner and quarterback but what's he do great other than run before I answer my question this is to the panel
0: be decided right now to be decided TBD. okay yeah.
2: everybody everybody joy
3: he is capable of throwing the ball. he's absolutely capable okay. Yeah.
2: okay the guy has 15 uh, passing touchdowns He has 10 picks that's crazy you tell me he's going to be the one of the best of all time in history I, now hold up this didn't must say be that. This must be like a podcast, because I, I love Vaughn, right? Vaughn, he's so good, he can say whatever he wants to say. Is it a podcast he talks about? podcast, yeah. uh, Oh, okay, all right, all right, well, I, 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 okay, because that's the that thing now. You better? Uh, yeah, better? Yeah, I, I, I could, now I can understand why. You know, uh, uh, Tyreek Hill with his podcast, you know, Tua, is this as good as Pat or whatever? All right, so I get it. I don't want to kill this young kid because he still is young, but listen, he got to do a lot more improvement in throwing the ball. I don't see him really read. I see him look, and he takes off. Now, you can do that for, for quite some time until people catch on to it. Then what? The reason why they be losing games is because he doesn't throw the ball. Right? Now, if you talk about fancy football, he does a hell of a job at that. Like, he's, he's top of the charts. When we talk about one of the best quarterbacks of all time, we have an issue when we talk about Justin Herbert being one of the, one of the young quarterbacks that have a, a great future to be one of the best of all time. Now you're going to tell me that Justin Fields is in that? Come on. Tools, come on, The tools. We're, we're tools. You're we're talking about the tools. running. You're talking about running. He Listen, can run. him is part of it. Jalen Hurts, right, what makes him so successful is he can run Andrew. and he can pass.
1: He like booby Miles. He can run and he can pass. I'm glad you I don't see no passing ever. I'm glad you bring that up. That, which, okay, we could fix this whole thing with a simple case of phrasing. And to Shady's point, yeah, like, that doesn't get people to listen to a podcast. But if you just said, I can see Justin Fields becoming one of the best young quarterbacks in football. I can take that. Or what about... I could see Justin Fields making a Jalen Hurts type jump. There you go. There you go. I can believe that because that can happen. Spend some money on some offensive linemen. Yeah. Get him an A.J. Brown and a Devontae Smith. I absolutely think Justin Fields has that potential. Best of all time, or whatever the exact phrase. Wait, is? History. history. That, no, I mean that's crazy. What a history. That's, Just say like, I, I can see Justin Fields being in the Pro Bowl next what year. The tools, he got the tools. What, what the tools. tools? What tools? tools? Tell to, me what tools. To, to you tools. don't believe this either. To
3: Shady's point. What makes it outrageous is what the only thing we have seen him do great is run the ball, and that has a limit. No. You've talked about it many times.
1: If we, we talk about Lamar Jackson. The Bears. Shoulders, all that. that yeah, yeah. Please oh. get him some talent.
3: Like, Vic, like, you have to be, also be able to throw the ball. That's actually what makes the running so effective. Like, they, they, they took a bit of a shift this year, we can all admit, when they allowed him to start being athletic. And what right. like Vaughn said, like, he's not going to let guys just tee off on him back there. He gets out of the pocket, and then you can't catch him. He's very elusive. He's a great runner. But you have to comp- complement that
0: with throwing the ball. Absolutely. Well, hopefully, that's what
3: hopefully we see from him next time.
0: Exactly week. right. Well, Fox Bet Super 6 is spreading the holiday cheer, giving everyone a chance to win $25,000 of Terry Bradshaw's money and the mystery prizes inside his vault. Download the Super 6 app, enter your predictions, then opt in for the prize giveaway tweet. Thanks for your chance to win. More speak after this. Jags coming off a huge win over the Cowboys last week now. Trevor Lawrence's squad ha- Trevor Lawrence's squad have won three out of four games and are in the playoff picture. The Jags are two and a half point underdogs to the Jets on the road tonight, according to Fox, Betts, Sports, Boys, Let's come on the table talk about shading who you like, who you like, who you like.
2: On the game? Yeah. I'm going with the Jets. Ooh,
1: Joy, where you at? I took the Jets. I'm going on the record. I I was late. I was early, and then I was late <laughs> to get back on. Yeah. I think the Jags are winning the South, man. I think like Trevor Lawrence is like that, and they're like they're playing fast. They're playing fun. Two S- games behind the Titans, though. Yeah, the Titans don't have Ryan Tannehill. Like I mean, if the Jags can win this game, I like their odds. Yeah. Who are you
0: taking?
1: I'm taking the Jags. This guy has everything. I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, that's it for us. We'll see y'all tomorrow, man. Don't go. Oh.